It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. Ex Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking out, they just, but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus, Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie. He's got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So what a long frown, a man harm from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be Fucking do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding Rojo This shit is a no-no Rolling in that Lolo Plus I'm from that ball Need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo Ready for the woe, and we so-so Sitting with the flow, somebody got a bobo Heard the lanes and I swear they so-so Too much love for the fame just to go broke You said like I had the rap game and the show card No, I think I got the whole world in a rope though Gotta think of damn dog, you crazy Is he the next Jay-Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know, maybe Welcome back to the Insane Check Podcast Your host Chris here And uh, because we want to see the world end I'm being joined by my partner in crime And a lot of things on the network I got Deepom. See, I wasn't even going to, I didn't even do it because I did it too much to you on Agent Shield. I wasn't going to introduce you as Susan's husband. I decided to be. Yet somehow you still did it. Look at you. You're fucking talented. Look, you found a way to do it anyway. No, but I, I but after already introducing you, it, it, it doesn't count. Wow. Just, I'm just saying I didn't do it. So, <laughs> see, I'm trying here, man. So, you know. I'm back. This is the first time in a very long time I've been on Insanity Check. Uh, my guard is up. And uh, I guess. This is one of those shows where I don't get a breakdown of an outline, do I? I just kind of have to... Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's, it's not fun that way. It's not fun when I tell you what we're going to talk about this week. It's just, no, come on. Nah, come on, buddy. Come on. You're, you're, not a, you're, not, you're not a rookie That's here. my fault for asking. It's yeah. really on me. Yeah, it really is. Come on. Come on, buddy. No, but um, so funny thing. Uh, the first thing I want to get into uh, before we, we, we jump into some of these... these this, the crazy shit that's been happening this week. You know, and I, here's the thing. I've been so busy at work. Even I've been kind of missing on some of the crazy shit that's been happening. So I, I had to catch up myself. <laughs> so, um, before we get into all that, I did want to talk about something because there's something we talked about, I think last year and up doing it. And since you haven't been on this handy check, we, I don't think we've talked about it kind of on air yet. Um, so beginning of May, I took the classic and my motorcycle license. And then last mm-hmm. weekend I got my motorcycle. Yep. And I haven't died. One week. If you bet the under of one week, you go um, pay pay the uh, tower, destroy your tickets. You're not going to win. No, but it's been fun. Like I, I've been, I've been taking taking my time. It's been. Um, I'm not going to lie. So I, I don't think I talked about it on air yet. So I'm going to talk about it here. Um, 
So I went up last weekend to 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 just look. And that's how it always starts, right? Anytime you go to a dealership just to look, you just I'm just gonna look. Just gotta look. And I was actually looking for a cruiser and they had a uh used cruiser, a uh, Honda Rubble up there. And uh when I went to take a look at it, and it was an hour away. It was the only place I had to use one though. I'm gonna go look at it. It clearly had been dropped. Like the front shield had been like scraped up. Somebody had dropped it onto its left side. And I don't know because it had a tag on it. Had, it actually had a license plate on it. So I'm not sure if somebody. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're buying a pre wrecked motorcycle? No, 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 no. I didn't know. When I went up there, I went to look at it. It, was, it, was, it said it was used. It only had like 4,000 miles on it. So I wanted to take a look at it because I wanted to make sure that it wasn't like what it was. So I wanted to take a look at it and it clearly had been dropped. Like the shield had been scratched up. Um, the saddlebags have been kind of torn up a bit. I was like, I don't think this is the same one that they had on. I, I know it was, but I'm wondering if somebody between the time I saw it online and when I went up there, somebody had actually bought it, got tagged on it and then dropped it because you can, once you buy a motorcycle, you just like a car, you draw off the lot with it. You ride with a lot with it. Like it's yours. And I think somebody must've dropped, like bought it and then brought it back to get fixed. Cause it had been dropped because. Those pictures, it did not show that online. Like, I saw it online. You cannot see this, how scratch up it is. So I'm sitting there going, well, that's a bummer. So I, I went inside. Cause I, it was sitting outside. But I went inside, started looking around. And uh, they had some of the newer Honda Rebels there. And I looked at them, and then the guy came over and talked to me. He was like, yeah, well, you know, you're kind of taller, so I don't know if you're going to want that because the pegs don't get moved around. And, you know, just because you're all, you should look at one of the CBR uh, 500s. So we have those, and we have a good sale on them. It's like they're like $2,000 off. So you can actually get them, walk out the door. You know, under MSRP price. So I'm just like, God damn. He's like, and then, and then the last gear, and they always do this, but I knew it was true. He's like, it's also the last one. <clears throat> so I had to make the decision. Did I want to go ahead and just buy it? I didn't want to do it. So I went and bought it, right? I'm so, excited. So, so I've, I've sold things in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. The two reasons people buy things are fear and greed. He made you afraid that you, it was the last one. No, I actually know it was the last one. It, this one, this is, this the motivator was, was like, like the, the, the base human, like the motivator was fear. It was fear of losing out on it. Oh yeah. Even no, if it was, yeah, like, yeah. even if it's true. Yeah. 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 yeah I'll even give you that one. Yeah. True. Yeah. Cause, cause I, I could, I, 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 nobody else was selling them that cheap. So nobody, I, I've been looking <laughs> around and it's, it is brand new. It was like, this is one I use one. It was like a brand new 2018. So it was, it was like a mixture of fear and greed. Okay. Yeah. So it was a mixture. It was a little bit of both. Like, I, you know, give me some credit here. I got no, a little bit, get a little bit of both. Um, so when I got it right, so I, so, you know, I paid, did all the paperwork. So I had to drive home, get my dad to kind of bring me back up so I can ride it back. So halfway up the ro- on my dad driving me back up, I, it hit me. I was like, huh, I got to ride this bitch back for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And just to refresh the listeners, when did you pass this class? Uh, like three weeks ago. Okay. So, so I have. So I how have. Much, how much driving have you done in those three weeks? So, I know you've been very busy. Oh, oh, oh no, no, because I don't have. I didn't have a motorcycle before. So, the only ride I had before I bought this motorcycle was in the class. So, I would say mm, a solid maybe 12 hours. Awesome. Awesome. This is the decision making that's at the, at the the tip of the spear at the MTR network, y'all. Fearless the leader. The forethought. The forethought. Fearless leader. 
<laughs> it's true, but it's funny. This is the kind of leadership you could expect. Oh god, we're doomed. Last minute, don't consider the doesn't consider the consequences. Wait, how am I gonna get the motorcycle back? Yeah, mm. I can I can ride. I can do fine. Um, hey, but you know what? I did. I got it back. You did it. I did you know, it. You know what? You don't know if you can do it till you do it, then you did it. So. Well, that was, a, that was, a, that was so it was a couple things. Like, one, it was, is that it's like, hey, listen, at some point you're going to do this anyway, right? You're buying the thing. Exactly. You're, you're like, going you to have to fucking ride the motherfucker. So throw it into the deep end. And then, two, what I'm getting, we're doing the pre, I'm doing the pre, the, the walkthrough with the guy, the, you know, just making sure it's, 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 it's the same, the, the same VIN number as the paperwork and all the other stuff. Kind of asked me, it's like, yeah, so you're a little nervous. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a little terrified. He's like, oh, that's good. That's good. You should, you, you need to be. <laughs> it's like, you know, you didn't have that healthy fear. Because the thing, you don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, no, I'm fine. I mean, I'm a tough guy. And then you get out there and you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. No, no, no. So I did not drive on the highway. I drove, um, I drove uh, the back, kind of the back way home. So still, still a lot of traffic. Because, again, this is Memorial Day weekend. So no matter where you go, there's a lot of fucking traffic. Um, yeah. But I was able to get it home. Only sold out a, a few times. So, uh. But uh, again, not bad, not not bad, and uh, did not die. So, since I'm not picking out the last couple weeks, after we're done here, I'm gonna take it out again, uh, just to practice. Uh, there's a, I'm not too far from the board of education down here, so I, I there and their parking lot is empty, so I can I just drive I ride over there. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yo, listen, I see, look, I might make rash decisions. But I do it. There is a plan. I promise you, there is a plan. There is. There's always a big plan. The question is uh, the little plans to get the to the big plan that we seem to be. The breakdown seems to be occurring. The details, man. They're just details. They're the big plan was I want a motorcycle. The little plan was how will I get this motorcycle? <laughs> I mean, I, I worked it out. You know, I had it out. So, um, but I will say this: it, it has been. It is. It is fun. Like, um. Because um, right now I'm still taking with my dad. Cause I'm still waiting the house to their break ground. Um, but around my dad's place, there's like nothing but back roads here. So I just take it out and I ride on the back roads where there's no traffic. And so it's um great place to get to, to learn. You know, you can learn a little thing. Get comfortable little thing. With it. Yeah. yeah, get comfortable because it's like people ask me, "Oh, so you're gonna take it to work?" It's like eventually, but right now, no, hell no. Like the traffic around. The DC, the D- DMV place. Now that's called throwing it into the deep end. That's called jumping in with the sharks. Hell fucking no, I ain't doing that shit. So I'm gonna wait until I'm also had to get a new exhaust, and the exhaust on it is not loud at all. So I was like, yeah, my dad, my dad mentioned it. He was like, yeah, it's like it looks great, but he's like, I can't hear your bike. I was like, yeah, that's a problem when you get on the highway. So I bought an exhaust uh, yesterday. So hopefully that's something I never considered. I just thought it's just loud for the reason that makes so, more sense. I think a lot of people think that too, but no, like it's one of the things they actually bring up in 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 the and actually in the safety class. You're like. Yo, people can't see. Even if they're looking directly at you, they can't see you. That now I'm not gonna say that's the reason why most people on motorcycles rub their bike. They don't, because some of them are assholes and want to show off and that kind of stuff. That that is definitely true. But the big reason is a safety thing. It's like you'll hear a bike sometimes before you see it. And like I said, my bike's exhaust right now is trash. So I'll be putting that. <laughs> uh, it, it, it is. Doing them stealth bikes. It's, it's really it's John really, Wicks. Right. It really <laughs> right. Right. My my bike can sneak up on me and murder me in my sleep. So um, fighting niggas on horses. Right. God damn it. John Wick three is so great. Um, it's I'm beautiful. It's such a beautiful film. It's just that this is like you know I, I've mentioned I've, I've mentioned this on some of the reviews with, with Roe and, and, and Brandon. Um, like when they start talking about doing things like we're gonna do an American version of the raid. I'm like, no, the fuck you guys aren't. Fuck you. You guys don't know how to do it. 
But if it was like the director of of of, of uh, John Wick, I'd be like, you know what? Let's hear him out. Let's let's, let's see let's his vision. Conversation. Let's have a conversation. And, and let's be really real. What is John Wick but the raid? Right. Right. If it's not the raid, then what is it? Well, the problem with this is, and it kind of goes in something you mentioned when you asked me on the Asian Show review about why, what, I, what bet I lost to go and, and watch Godzilla. It's this idea of when Americans make some of these things and some of the, some of this some of these 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 uh, media properties, they want to put too much. They want to they want to do too much. They want to put a story in because they feel like their original story isn't enough, and we need a motivation, and we need to do this, and we need to do that. And we're like, no, the fuck you don't. We watch, nobody watched Godzilla for the fucking story. You know? Or okay, we did, so we, or, or it's we 12, did. It's 1230 on Sunday, and I have a theory. Go ahead. You gotta bear with me, because it's gonna be a bit of a stretch. No, go ahead. The kaiju movies and the Godzilla films were originally designed um, and introduced to Japanese popular culture as a way for their collective unconscious to deal with Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty well known. Americans have never experienced devastation on that scale. What they have experienced is fear. So when you translate these properties that are very explicit in the destruction of cities and loss of life, the translation to America is our zeitgeist, our mass unconscious can't even really fathom like a well-done, well-lit, live-action, done Godzilla from the, from, uh, if you just updated it and did it now, we wouldn't be able to fathom it. It would fuck with our sensibilities too much. But what they can do is show you enough of the creature to be scared of it. Because there's one thing America's, our, Americans are good at, it's being scared of things. No, is I, that too meta, or does that? Do you see what I'm saying? There? No, I 100 percent agree. Like I actually okay. called it in, in our review. I call I call when Americans do Godzilla films. I call it a cult, cultural appropriation because you have no idea what you're talking about. And it no, actually, it's, and culture, it, it's cultural ignorance because we ignore it, the context in which these movies exist. Absolutely. And here's well, here's another thing. Going back to your whole thing about fear, that makes sense as to why all the, especially the last two, have basically been horror films. They're trying to they're trying to uh, lean on the horror aspect of it, and one of the things that when we're talking to Brandon Rowe about this, and and, and, and it's the thing that kind of drives me crazy is, yo, Godzilla has no personality in in these films, right? Now go back and watch those those old Godzilla films. Yeah, sure, it's a man in a in a rubber suit, but that but it has a personality. It it feels like a, it has a like Godzilla is a sentient being. It's not just some mindless creases, right. creature with a. It's not just some not mindless. Storm. Yeah, it's not a mindless apex titan who's just there with a with an animalistic instinct it's like no godzilla is like a being and and it's has a godzilla has a personality godzilla will wave to you you know (laughs) godzilla will do some crazy things like i've watched these movies before like it is it's almost corny at at points and i feel like americans when we when we when we translate things i think this also happens when when americans try to make american versions of anime and i'm not an anime person uh, in the first place, but when Americans didn't try to try to remake anime into live action or even just remake it any kind of way, it always fails because let's be honest, some anime is corny as shit. There's a, there's a level of corniness in anime. 
I know I'm going to get people coming in saying no. There is. No, 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 I've no, watched no. a lot. Anyone, anyone who can't admit it is currently wearing a silk printed Dragon Ball Z shirt. Yeah, I've, I've, I, me saying I don't like anime doesn't mean I haven't watched anime. I have watched anime. There's a level of corniness to it. That's not, and, and I don't, and I think that when we talk about, when we talk about medium, when we talk about movies and TV and things like that, cor- saying something is corny gets sometimes gets to a negative connotation. I don't think it always is negative. Sometimes I'm being corny. It's just, it's corny, but it's okay. It's fine. You and I like superhero comics. You and I watch CW superhero television. We know from corny and we're okay with corny. Legend of Tomorrow is one of the greatest superhero shows on TV right now. And it's corny as fuck. It it is. It's just, I don't see why he qualified as a superhero, but yes, it's a great television show. Right. You're absolutely right. Right. And so, but I, for some reason, when it comes to making these properties, it's like you said, it's like, it feels like Americans come in. It's like, I know we got to make it better. We got to make it more serious. We're going to, and I'm like, no, the fuck you don't. It's no, leave it like it is. You leave the silliness in there. You leave the ridiculousness in there. It's actually one of the reasons why, honestly, in my opinion, both Pacific Rim films, yes, even the second one are better understanding of the Kaiju and Kaiju movies than the two Godzilla, last two Godzilla films. I never saw the second one. The second one is not really good, but it's, okay. it's to me, I'd watch that over the Godzilla films. I love you that get, first one. So. You get, yeah, well, you get, here's the thing, in the second one, you get a lot more fights. <laughs> you get a lot, you, and, and, and they do their fights, and it's, it's over the top, it's ridiculous. There's some, what the fuck? Like, honestly. Which is what you ask for out of a kaiju movie, honestly. I feel like that's, that's, it's what it has to be. Like, what's the point of doing a kaiju movie if you're not going to, but you know what also it goes back to, and it's, to kind of bring it back to something we talk about all the time, it's like the thing about what happens when people make, you know, comic book films will want to be like, but I'm, I don't want to make it like it's a comic book film. I want to make it so it's this, so I'm not going to read comic. It's like, wait, then why the fuck are you doing it? Because, like, I'm sorry. Like, that. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, let me see. I'm trying to look, go back here. Yeah, it's like when I reviewed it, I gave I gave a Pacific Rim Uprising uh, six and a half out of ten. I mean, it's not as, to me. It's not as good as the, the first film, but um, they made it overly complicated. But again, still understanding what people are there for. I also think there's another thing too that, that drives me crazy about the Godzilla films is when Ameri- when, when Western culture does it. Um, Everything has to be centered in America. Bruh. Um, why? Like, because they want people to connect with the they want people to connect with the people rather than Marvel with the monsters, which is so goddamn stupid and makes my head hurt. Yeah. Um, so save those actor salaries, put them towards more CGI, put this shit during the daytime, you cowards. Yeah. So I don't even know how we got to this point, but um yeah, so just was saying that uh yeah, fuck that shit. I don't I really don't know how we got to that point. I really don't know how we got to Godzilla stuff. We were talking about motorcycle when we got to Godzilla. So I don't, this is what happens when we get together on the shows. I, I, when we do the Sandy check, I, I don't know. So. Um, so let's jump right into this. We're going to do, we're going to, we're going to, I just have, because again, there's been so much stuff going on. What happened on. was I was trying to distract you from getting to any actual stories. But I think, I think I have a good mix of like, like not even like political stories, just like what the fuck is going on <laughs> around us stories. Uh, we'll go ahead and drop the, uh, I don't believe you gif from uh, Anchorman. But I, I mean, I no, I have. There might be some, but like, for instance, I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm starting in my own backyard with something here, which I'm gonna read this tie. I'm gonna read this article, and then I'm gonna come back and explain why I think this could have been a lot worse, and I think this isn't that bad. So, 
principal resigns after aggress at DC strip club during a student field trip. The principal of a Catholic school in Port Allen was arrested Thursday at a strip club in Washington, D.C. while on a school trip. Students and chaperones from the Holy Family School are still on the field trip to the nation's capital on, as, as a Friday afternoon. Uh, Michael Cormier was arrested on public intoxication after allegedly refusing to pay his, pay his tab at, the Archibald's, uh, at, at Archibald's Gentleman's Club on K Street, according to police reports. When the police officers arrived, Cormier was standing in the street. Police said the person who had called the police said that he had tried to grab. He had grabbed him by the collar. And police asked uh, Cormier to repeatedly get out of the street. He, but he uh, asked Cormier to re- repeatedly get out of the street, but he refused. Police, the police report says the Baton Rouge Diocese uh, released a statement Friday saying Cormier had submitted his resignation. The Diocese of uh, Baton Rouge confirmed today that Michael Cormier, uh, principal of the, at the Holy Family School in Port Allen, was arrested on May 30th while on a school-sponsored trip to Washington D.C. The incident occurred when the students, the, when the students on the trip were in the hotel rooms for the evening under supervision of other chaperones. Mr. Cormier had been principal of the Holy Family School for five years, and prior to that time, he had served in public education in the surrounding area. Mr. Cormier has submitted his resignation as principal, and an interim principal will be appointed. Um, so here's the thing: concerning this is a Catholic school principal, I'm going to say this is actually a positive story. Victimless crime. <laughs> Not victimless. Clearly, he's, like, got arrested. But like, largely victimless crime. I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I heard that this. Ha- I heard. The, I read the title at first. I was like, Oh God, what did he Yo, do? I was bracing for the hit the entire time. Right. I'm just wait. Wait. He just refused to pay his tab. He got drunk at a strip club with the consulting consenting adults. He was right. drunk in public. Promote oh. the motherfucker. <laughs> right. Right. And he and he did it after the kids had already gone. Go, had already been in the room. Yo, that, that thing, I was like. Okay, so I was like, once everything started checking out, I'm like, okay, so when did this happen? And this happened in the middle of the day. This motherfucker's got a problem. But then, like, that night when the kids were in bed under the supervision of other chaperones, I'm like, then, so on his own fucking private time? So you're telling me on his own private time? Now, now, now it comes out that he used the funds for the trip to tip the strippers. Look, then we can. I'm not a forensic accountant. <laughs> it's not my business. Right, right. We can have a conversation. The story I've got, the story I've been told. Why are we talking about this? Local hero resigned after <laughs> hero strong. I think we don't. I don't know if we need to push that far. <laughs> hero feels like a little much, but not a villain. No, but I right, right, right. I'm comfortable saying not a villain. You saying hero makes me feel uneasy. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit too much. Maybe a little too much. I'm gonna lie. Like I've read this, I was like, no, but uh, no, no bullshit. But I will say this. Um, again, the public drunkenness aside, I do find it weird when we start seeing stories like these. When we have, um, and again, this is also a little bit of a weird one because he was doing. Maybe don't do this. Maybe don't do this on a work trip. Although, honestly, if he was in a corporate, if he was on a corporate trip, and he wasn't using his own corporate card, and he went to a strip club, would he have had to resign? If he got drunk and arrested, maybe. Right, right, right. right. I, to me, to me, that's the thing that got him in. It's like he got he got publicly drunk, and got arrested. You know right. what also makes me kind of like not like this story. He waited until like it came out. Like he knew he got arrested. Oh no 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 no! It's not that he he didn't come forward. Like like this this happened. He he resigned immediately afterwards. So this happened on Friday, like this Friday. Oh, this just happened. This just happened. Like this was a oh, new. Y'all, 
No, y'all can see me in court, dog. No, man. No, 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 no. Yeah. If this happened, and if, if if I make if I get out of jail and back to my job as chaperoning, if I can get through, if I can turn this into like an '80s movie, and like I find a way back into the hotel before the kids wake up, mm-hmm. why would I? The, hmm. I don't know how it makes the news. Because honestly, honestly I'm, I was thinking about it. I thought that, the, that he was arrested on Friday. I was like, no. Technically, he was arrested on Thursday, which means like you could have gotten bailed out by, by Friday. But like, who do you call to bail you out? Like, when you're the principal of a Catholic school, you're the principal of a school in Louisiana, and you're in DC. And you're in DC. Like, yeah, who do you, you got to call another chaperone to come bail you out? Like, they don't. They don't. Because these priests have networks. You could have <laughs> called one of the priests. Wait, no, no, you can, only, you can only, I'm sorry, you can only call one of the priests if it was an underage stripper that you were with, but. That's probably why I couldn't get help. He's like, sorry, hey, I, I went to the operator because it wasn't one of the options. I actually got drunk and, and didn't pay my tab at a strip club. Right, right. Um, but sorry, this hotline's for making you disappear once you touch a child. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know, I know, but this is like a lesser thing. I figured you're not, we don't actually have a department for like benign crimes. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to call another chaperone that you have. But what if click? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, huh. I know there's a, there's a hotline, guys. There's an NFL hotline for drunk driving that no one uses. I know there's a hotline for kid touching that no one uses. I know it. There has to be. Oh, of course. Uh, uh, of course. It'd be irresponsible. It'd be even more responsible than not to have a hotline by this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So, um, but yeah, no, this is, this is one of the ones that took a turn where I was like, oh, wow. I mean, he shouldn't have gotten drunk publicly. But, but, but going back to what I was saying, like the public drunkenness aside, I will say that there is this thing where, you know, school teachers, we hold them to such high standards where I've seen that some school teachers have gotten fired because they stripped on the side or they just something. And I'm like, yeah, when people do on their private time, if it's not really in, impacting them actually getting that work done, you guys can't do that. Let people have their private time. Let people. The other thing, too, is, I mean, I'm not saying that all, um, all people who strip are doing it just because they need the money. But maybe you're not paying strippers enough. You're not paying teachers enough if they have to get a side job. Just, just an idea. Yeah. Just, just an idea. Just, just want to throw it out there. Just an idea. Um, again, not really political news, but I did want to bring this up. I, I have a couple stories here. Uh, because we are ramping up into election season, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that. First of all. I'm not. Not looking forward to that. I, I, I am not. But because we are ramping that up, I um. I kind of want to, I kind of want to remind people that uh, Florida has way too many electoral votes, and I really think with these new two, next two stories, we should really start looking into making sure that maybe they only have like two, because Florida's fucking Florida's basically like the American version of Australia. Just throwing it out there. So stay tuned. I got I got got two stories for that. Here we go. First one. Florida man fatally shoots woman during foreplay. I, I love that sigh. A Florida man is facing. What do you want from me? What do you, what do you want from me? A Florida man is facing manslaughter ta- charges after he inadvertently fatally shot a woman during an act of foreplay with his handgun, according to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. The incident occurred on Sunday at about twelve thirty p.m. in the area. Of, uh, first of all, you guys are in the middle of the day. So on Sunday to the Lord's Day. And even though I am not religious, the fuck? It's a fucking Sunday at noon. And you're doing, we're doing gunplay for foreplay? Only in Florida. 
Uh, officials charged a- Andrew Sinault with a manslaughter with a weapon on Friday. Andrew Sinault, uh, 23, shot a woman who is also in her 20s while engaging in an act of foreplay involving his registered handgun. They said in a statement. At least it's registered. The, right. The woman who was shot in upper body was transported to Brandon Regional Hospital where she later died. She not was booked on Orient Road Jail on $50,000 bond. Why are we, why, why are it gun, see. Don't care. Why, why are we doing I don't that? care why. What this tells me is that there's too big a loophole in the registering of guns. Because if this asshole can register his gun and still think it's a good idea to bring it in the bedroom while loaded, I shouldn't say while loaded, bring it in the bedroom. I'm not trying to kink shame anyone, but if you're in a gunplay, I'd see someone. Talked about it, please. You might have um, some issues like this. I understand. You're right. I understand that people sit there don't kink shame, and I get that. I get that. But some of y'all are, are, are putting off some real serious issues as kinks, and I, I need you guys to talk. You're having a conversation with a licensed professional. Right. Uh, at least get, a, get a licensed professional to sign off on it. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. Maybe you do. Just to make sure. If you're advanced, no, this is my weird kink, and not smart enough to know, like, don't load the fucking gun. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, I feel like that's. I don't know. I'm sorry. I apologize to the gun fetishists who I've offended with this diatribe. I'm not speaking about you as a larger group of people. I'm just trying to say that. There are certain lines that shouldn't be crossed, not for your own kink, but for public safety reasons. I'm going to be honest. The gun, the gunplay and the knife plate suit, I don't understand. And I don't this, need to understand and, and, and Just keep it the fuck away from me. I just, I, I just, I get it, but I don't get it. So I don't. Um, I'm not even going to give you the I get it, I don't get it. I'm real, just giving it a double I don't get it. Real quick, I wasn't going to bring this up, um, but it is related to this. Here we Florida, are. Not Florida thing. No, no, but more serious note. Because um, I didn't know. This is how scary it's gotten. We're talking about guns. Did you know there was a mass shooting like on Friday? Virginia Beach, yeah. I had no fucking idea. That is I was how... really afraid you were going to say a different one beside Virginia Beach, honestly. Dude, I had no idea. I had no idea it happened. That's, that's the thing. That's where we've gotten now as a country. Where we, have, we now have a weekly mass shooting and it doesn't even get talked about. Like, Twitter didn't blow up. I, I, I usually get the information on Twitter and things like that. I don't expect the news to like really cover it like that now. But like, even on Twitter, it barely made made mention. And I'm just like, eleven people, twelve technically, because the the asshole who started the shooting also, I think, either committed suicide himself or was killed by a cop. I think he was killed. That yeah, was killed. Um, twelve people died, and we're not even gonna we're not even gonna we're not even gonna pretend. Like we're gonna have the conversation about gun gun control right now. Like in, in other mass shootings, we at least had the the two weeks of now we're gonna really do something. This is the time is gonna matter. We're gonna push certain. We're not even gonna pretend this time. We're just gonna move on like it didn't happen. Like that has always been. We've been operating under like that. We've been operating under this 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 um this frame of mind of. We'll do something eventually, like for a while now. The fact that now we're not, it's not even a blip on the radar anymore. That should scare everyone. It is now, I mean, we've been talking about it for a while how gun violence and mass shootings are a part of American culture. But the fact that the Virginia Beach shooting happened and it, it, nobody talked about it, nobody batted an eye, nobody really cared. We've now officially moved into the fact that. 
mass shootings are American culture. Like 100%. And that should be frightening. That should be frightening. And I don't know, I don't know what the next steps are. Outside of vote every Republican out of office. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, I yeah. just like it's it's no, you're not I mean there's nothing like you can't even be hyperbolic. Like we saw a Republican get shot and not call for gun control. Like this there's no there's no line they won't cross. They killed white children, man, like in mass. Like there's nothing. There's nothing to do. Nothing's gonna shame them. There's no conversation to be had. Because what you're doing is you're arguing against a glacier. And the glacier's not even fighting back because it knows it's a fucking glacier. There's no pro-gun arguments anymore. They just wait for the energy and the outrage to be spent. And they go and they buy another congressman and they buy another senator or another presidency. And they wait. And they make more money. And they're experiencing hard times right now, yes. But hard times are relative. They're making less money. They're still making money. I was just about to bring that up because I've seen people say their well, nonprofit status being challenged in New York, which is an interesting thing to watch. But beyond that, and the fracturing at the top with their leadership, the NRA is that they're not doing as well. They're doing fine. Yeah, and I think that context is what I was going to bring up. I was seeing people say, "Well, no, the NRA is in trouble." I was like, mm, "Trouble's relative." You know, they're in trouble in terms of they're making in. They used to make a shit ton of money. Now they're making a little less than a shit ton of money. You know, they're still making a shit ton of money. So it's, it's you know, and then you, you got, you know, the, 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 the competition between with Wayne, Wayne LaPierre or whatever the fuck his name is and Oliver fucking North. Which, by the way, the Come fact on. that we're watching Oliver, Iran contra North. Like, I'll make a case could have been executed for treason. Oliver North. Has a side in anything is baffling. I just, I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. So, and who, yeah. curiosity, who is the attorney who argued for the leniency towards all the members of the Iran Contra affair? Here's a he's currently the attorney general of the United States of America. Oh, that guy. William Barr. Oh, hmm. Weird. He, he's not doing anything weird right now. So. No, we're nah, fine. No, nah, we're fine. It's, it's fine. Um, but no, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I don't, at this point, I don't know what, what to do with gun, gun violence because just in, in, in the guns because people don't have the conversation. I mean, they, you don't need all these guns. You just, you don't. You don't. You just don't. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm just, uh, yeah. We'll see, we'll see. But again, Florida. Going back to Florida. So uh, that's one of my Florida stories. Um, I have another one here. Where is it? Here we go. <clears throat> so, Florida homeowner finds 11 foot alligator in the kitchen. I saw this preview. That movie looks terrifying. Imagine waking up to the sound of broken glass to find an 11-foot alligator instead of a burglar. Well, that, I think I actually would rather see the burglar, to be perfectly honest. Uh, well, that just happened to one homeowner in Clearwater, Florida, 
Because this story that could only come out of the Sunshine State, uh, police worked with a trapper to capture the unwanted visitor and get it out of the home. No one was hurt. The gator broke into the home through the, the through some low windows in the kitchen. Police say the gators captured and there were no injuries in Florida. Gators just affect a life. See, that's a, no. See, when you have a statement like that, you know what? I've come around on these gator stories. Okay. I'm now in a place that's very pro gator. Because that's nature telling you humans shouldn't be here. <laughs> like, not only, like, obviously, like, you look at what it's done to the human brain, Florida. It's, uh, it's our Australia. Like, Australia is just a bunch of British criminals put in one place. And it feels like that's what Florida's turned into. But now I can point to possibly the flora and fauna manipulating them to tell them to leave Florida by having them destroy themselves. Which is the only thing that way you can explain the preponderance of gators getting their way into people's fucking homes because as the article stated gators in florida are just kind of a fact of life that fact fucking sucks move all of you the state has said no thank you respect the state's wishes you're living there non-consensual did, did you see the one that's video why there's, no, that's why there's no property tax did, did you see the one video of the gator trying to the right literally ring in the doorbell they're being polite <laughs> This gator has a ring? Like the, he, this other gator is broken your shit. This gator is like, I'm going to have a conversation. No, no, it's fine. No, it's Janet. I'm just going to talk to him. <laughs> the, 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 the gator turning into fucking uh, uh, Jehovah Witnesses and shit like this. Yo, God. Have you heard about the good word? Like, it, like can you imagine that, though? If you had like one of those ring, the, the, the video camera door, the doorbells, and you're like a ring doorbell. And the doorbell rings, and you 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 look at your you look at the, your phone or whatever you your tablet or whatever to see who's at the door, and it's like an eleven foot fucking alligator. What do you do? I mean, other than move, because I, I I move. Go to the guns. <laughs> Just, if you live in Florida, you've got guns. Oh, of course you have to. It's like, like uh, uh, you guns when you move. Well, it's 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 like so. So when I say gun control, the one, there's a couple places I don't consider uh, gun control. One, Florida needs to have gun control because you guys can't do anything else. But like places like Australia, I mean, not Australia, um, Alaska, because like I haven't watched in a while, but Alaska State Troopers, I bring this up all the time. You watch Alaska State Troopers and their troopers, you know, every now and then have to do like a tour in like the, the, world, the wilderness section, right? And they'll just be casually be like, yeah, okay, huh, I'm about to go check the check to make sure the, the trappers out here are, are, are not illegally trapping things. Uh, but I got to make sure I grab my shotgun and my, and, and the 50 caliber. Cause you know, huh, it's bear season out there, you know, got to be able to scare the bears away. And I'm just like, no, no. I feel like that's another nature telling you to move situation. Oh no, 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 no. Alaska is not meant to be lived in. Thank it, you. it is not like, this is, this is a, that's nature's spoke nature's if one of your occupational hazards is there might be bears you should move but i'm not you know what i'm not even going to the bear section because we've done bears we, me and you have talked about the fear of bears now bears are not cute they it's are not, not it's awareness yeah it's awareness it is it is respect it is you leave fucking land sharks alone respect, just it's, it's taste and hatred i hate a bear i mean i think the last time we were on weren't we talking about the the video of like the black bear being chased by the the mama grizzly bear, and they were both oh, random. You were talking, you were talking about um, King Shark versus Gorilla Run. Oh, either way, either way, no. Like I've seen bears; they're not cute and cuddly. They're fast. They're terrifying. 
Oh, no. They're land sharks. Yeah, they're land sharks. They really are. But let's take bears out of this for a minute, right? Take bears out for a minute. Let's think about some of the huge other... Huge subtraction. A huge, huge subtraction. But here's the thing. You know what's also terrifying in, 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 in Alaska? Moose. Moose are fucking terrifying. Moose aren't terrifying. You just go away. Like, you see a moose, you turn around. That's... Nothing scary about that. You know how to treat it. You walk away. They, they apparently... I don't know what the code for it is, but apparently a moose in the yard is literally one of the things that you, you, you get as a call as an Alaska State Trooper. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a moose. There's a moose in your driveway. You're not coming to work. Oh, yeah. A moose got tangled up in our, in our swing set. A moose, is luck, my, a, luck, moose, buddy. a moose is stuck in my garage. Have you seen? The moose are fucking terrifying. Right? It's not rocking bullwinkle here, right? They're fucking terrifying. Moose are huge. They look awkward. They look like, honestly, can you? Lewis Black made this joke about how years ago about like people settling into like America for the first time and imagine what they thought when they see some crazy shit. Can you imagine what the first person, Native, Native American, Native Canadian, or whatever, to see a fucking moose thought like how quickly they shat their fucking pants? Because. Moose look fucking terrifying. Like who? I want to know who saw a moose and goes, "I'm gonna kill it and then try to eat it." The hungriest man alive. Because <laughs> me? How fucking no? I run. Those things. These look berries are delicious. Moose look like something out of a fucking like. Like that's alien. the thing is when when it's that cold, uh, there is no underbrush. There is no vegetation. You gotta take risks. Like trying to kill a fucking moose with your bare hands. Right. Like, dude, I wouldn't try to kill a moose with a Gatling gun. This is why we're this is why we're soft now. Imagine trying to kill a moose with a spear or a bow and arrow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do I got poison? Are poison arrows? You got a big knife. It will, it will not ruin the meat. Right. <laughs> Important questions. Like, oh man! Like I remember. A um, spear. Yo. I remember uh, yeah. there was there was a, a thing. It was like showing like how um, like uh, Neanderthals or whatever like used to hunt like woolly mammoths or something like that. And I'm just like, and I think they've done it in some in some like movies. And I'm just like, absolutely fucking not, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna corner this giant beast with tusks, and you're, all you got is a spear. And oh, by the way, this doing thing this- is bigger, stronger, and meaner than all of you. And your plan is to corner it. Mm, okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. So, what's the percentage of acceptable losses? <laughs> right. <laughs> we went up. We went up. We went, it better be fucking high. Right. It feels like you're gonna lose a lot of people involved in this idiot crusade. Right. Right. Yeah. No. No thanks. The survivors will eat forever. See, to me, to, to, to me, to right, right. If you survive, you're, 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 you're dying like kings. You're dying like kings. See, see, to me, this is why back in the day, it had to be easier to be a vegetarian than vegan. Because I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not killing that thing because it might kill me trying to get it. Like even a fucking deer, a fucking deer. I've seen, I've seen that video of that. that, that I seen that video of that deer boxing the hunter. I'm not scared of a fucking deer. Huh? If, I refuse to be afraid of. Okay, you're not afraid of a deer. You have no gun. You know how dumb deer are. You know, I know. But have I told you the story about the dumb deer? No. All right. Oh goodness. 
So I used to, this this is an, this, this is the anti brother uh, brother nature podcast, folks. I just want to let you guys know. This is the, I, I love nature. Like, this is what people figure out. This is that time in like my friendship with people when they figure out that I am definitely like a, a sprinkle of hillbilly in me. <laughs> love being outdoors. Love doing outdoors shit. But I used to be a counselor at a kids camp, and it's up in the mountains in Alabama. It's beautiful. Camp Lanny, shout out. And we're walking back to our cabins for breakfast one day and it was like a bunch of seven year, seven year old kids in my cabin and they're like David look, look and I turn the corner and there's a deer between two cabins and it's spooked so it's frozen because it's dumb and I was like guys don't scare the deer because deer are dumb and when they get scared you don't know where they're going to run they could run at the thing they're scared of they're that stupid and I didn't want them running at a bunch of fucking kids Someone invariably makes a loud noise, and the deer turns to run. Does it turn to us to run? No, thank God. Does it turn away to run? Nope. Does it run itself into the side of the cabin and break its own stupid neck? <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> oh, man. You are the dumbest animal. Yeah, I refuse to be afraid of them. They're 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 not that smart. They're not. They're not. <laughs> it's they're a thousand percent true story. Yeah. Oh god. So what do you guys do with the deer? You guys just. I mean, one of the grounds we had to kill the deer. I mean, because it was just choking to death on its oh. own bro- stupid broken neck. Wow. 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 So we got rid of the grounds we came and killed it. I, mean, I don't know what happened to the deer. I just know that they got rid of the deer. But yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, I just know they got rid of the deer. But we did have some strange meat that later on that night. Strange nothing, dude. If we had venison, I would have remembered it. God damn. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, you don't like, if you don't like venison, I don't like you. I don't know. Strange me, no, please. No, 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 that's good. That's good. Um, oh, man. But yeah, no, no, no. Like I so said, there's certain places you just don't go. Like, I still, I still don't. I, I both want to go, but don't want to go to Australia. I heard good things about going to Australia, but also I just, it's Australia. So everything in Australia tries to kill you. Except everything. I dated a girl from Australia in college. I think I told that story in a picky bit. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, try to kill you. Just, uh, yeah, you just. I mean, that's how the story ends. Yeah, just, you know, I just. From the moment you come onto their shores, like, oh, yeah, the shark's out. It's like, I just don't. Mm, no, no. So, by the way, there was a, um, some story, just real quick. I don't have it in front of me, but it was like, uh, yeah, we're tracking. There's a 436 pound uh, great white that is in the Virginia area. I'm like, okay, so stay out of the water this weekend. I would leave the state. Fuck the water. Yeah, just no, not doing any of that. Four hundred and thirty-six pound great white shark. I'm good. I'm good. Hard pass. I'm okay. Good. I'm good. It's like all those videos of. I love. Fuck you. You say what now? But like, cause you know, but we should go. I love the beach. You don't have absolutely to. not. Yeah, the beach. No, is I'm fine. not allowed to go. No one I know is allowed to go. I, I, hey, the beach is fine. I don't get in the water. Like those the beach weird, is too close. It, the the it, beach is canceled. We're not going to the coastline. This is what's funny when I hear people when people when people go to the beach. And like, oh, you're not going to the water. I'm like, nah, I'm good. It's like, but you can't swim. I was like, I can swim plenty. I don't want to. I, but I don't. Here's the thing. I'm not confident enough. I'm I'm a good swimmer. I am not confident enough in my swimming ability because I'm a human against a shark. So no. I there's no point in going to shark depths. But shark depths is not as deep as people think it is. So okay, but like, I'm not scared of like a nerd. Like I've done a lot of shark research. I'm not scared of a nerd shark. I can probably kick a nerd shark hard enough to give. I'm just it. saying. And everything else, sharks. I don't swim in those waters. So like it's it's you got to do your research and find out what works for you. But I see largely what you're saying. 
what works for me is not even let's not even risk it. Why why give myself a reason? There's a pool that's just as comfortable. And you know what? And you know what? And you know what? No sand. You don't have to worry about getting sand in places you don't want sand in. So it's like I just find the pool easy. Because she's a beach person and I I hate sand. So yeah, this is you're you're preaching to the choir here, buddy. Understandably, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. All right, we're not going to turn this into our anti-shark, anti-bear uh, podcast, but we're just letting you guys know. I'm not anti-shark, and I'm not, I am anti-bear. I'm not anti, because there's a lot of bear propaganda out there that lets you think that bears are cuddly, and they are fucking not. I am, I am, I'm bear awareness. Okay. And I'm a shark awareness. I think those are both a level of awareness you should have. But gators in your house, that's the state telling you that people don't belong here. Also, the heat. Also Disney, like lots of reasons not to live there. Come on, guys. That, that and the fact that everybody decided in like the eighties and nineties to get uh, ball pythons as pets, and now um, you're getting pythons popping up. No, oh, actually, pythons. that's kind of funny. <laughs> Wait, that's kind of funny. I don't tell it's a program where he he taps himself as the the number one python hunter in Florida. Oh my god! Which is just a confluence of hilarious sentences. I, 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 look, I didn't make the joke. I'm telling you it exists. Yeah, yeah, no. So, so again, to go with it, I knew there was a story for it. Um, snake slithers out of the toilet because I, I, we really got to make this toilet snake movie because like it started off as a joke, but now it's really actually happening in Florida. Uh, authorities say a ball python slithered out, slithered out of a toilet and bit a, a South Florida man in the arm. Coral, Coral Springs police uh, spokesman Chris Swinson said the man was treated. At the scene after the four-foot snake bit him after he lifted the toilet seat on Sunday morning, the snake is non-venomous. I'm just saying, four feet snakes in your toilet. I'm just... Just saying. Just saying. Don't make the movie. Because... We twisted, like, I, I have friends that are potty training their kids, and, like, the movie's gone from, like, a funny thing to being, like, we shouldn't advertise that. Like, someone somewhere is <laughs> in that phase where they don't need that in their house. <laughs> they don't need they don't, they don't that. I respect, I respect uh, the parent game. It's a tough game, man. And if we could not, like, make it harder. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Just saying. If, if you live in Florida, though, it, I feel like, again, it's being aware. But then it's also like, yo, you live in Florida, fucking move. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like. But you decided to raise kids in Florida? You just, you made the active decision to do that? Wow, man. People, wow. Make wow, crazy decisions, man. And you consider yourself responsible? So, all right. I mean, hey, hey, to each your own. I'm not here to question other people's parenting. So, um, all right. So, moving on to some other stuff. Uh, here's our. So do you remember Freedom Fries? I hate you for finding the story. Oh, you, you know what I'm about to get to then. We have, yes. not, talked, we have not talked about this, uh, but there's something that's so dumb, I had to put this in there. So for those of you guys who don't remember, uh, George W. Bush, yes, that George W. Bush, who's now known as a lovable uh, former president who paints terrible pictures, um, but also was kind of a war criminal and kind of a bad president. Uh, he kind of just a little bit, you know, advocated for, you know, that torture wasn't actually torture and that, you know, we're going to get him. It was the whole idea of going into, you know, 
Iraq when we didn't need to go into Iraq and all this other crazy shit and led us into one of the longest forever wars we've ever been in American history. Um, that president. Um, so uh, when people were questioning the idea of going into Iraq uh, and, and giving them freedom, uh, and, 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 and the front in France decided that they didn't want to support us invading Iraq, uh, some um, idiot uh, congressman who I haven't looked this up, but I'm pretty sure they might still be in Congress because that's how the shit works. Um, decided that they were going to rebrand French fries, Freedom Fries, because they didn't want to have anything to do with the French. It was a whole big thing. They were pouring out French wines and all the. It was really dumb. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. So if that was really dumb, and we're in an even dumber administration, hold on to your bridges, folks. Um, um, okay, so it was invented by Bob Ney. In 2007, he was convicted on charges of corruption and sentenced to 30 months in jail. Hmm. He represented Ohio's 18th congressional district from 95 until 2006 when he resigned after pleading guilty to charges of conspiracy, making false statements in relation to the Jack Abramoff Indian lobbying scandal. Oh, look at that. So, so that was my second choice, that either he was uh, still in office or he was a criminal. Hmm. Go figure. Yep. Go figure. So, anyway. The U.S. Energy Department rebrands gas exports molecules of freedom. I need everyone to be reminded who's heading out the DOE. It's Rick fucking Perry. I had to double check to make sure this was not The Onion. This is written in the BBC. So the British Onion. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. I mean, they got their own thing going on with Brexit, so can you only take so much great assault? Um, <clears throat> the U.S. Energy, the Department of Energy said that the expansion of a Texas facility, huh? A Texas facility. Who was who was leading the DOE again? It's a uh, Rick Rick Richard Rick Perry. Huh? Huh? Wasn't he like the governor of Texas at one point? He he was indeed a governor of Texas. Yes, this is hmm. true. Huh? Oh, interesting. The U.S. Department of Energy said the expansion of a Texas facility meant more molecules of U.S. freedom could be produced and exported worldwide. The facility based in Quintana uh, produces liquefied gas, natural gas. The move was a clear indication of a U.S. commitment to promoting clean energy, the statement said. But the rebranding comes amid a Trump administration push to roll back climate change legislation introduced by Mr. Trump's predecessor, Barack Obama, which targeted vehicle emissions. Shortly after taking office, Mr. Trump announced I love the fact that they call him. You know what? Shout out to the British for calling him Mr. Trump. Instead of calling him President Trump, they call him Mr. Trump. And I, I'm just catching the disrespect here. This is, a, this is, this is, you know what? Good job. Good job calling him Mr. Trump and refusing to call him president. Um, Mr. Trump announced the world, sh- uh, the U.S. would withdraw from the 2015 climate, uh, Paris Climate Change Agreement, saying that he wanted to negotiate a new fair deal that would not disadvantage U.S. businesses and workers. And by dis- not disadvantage U.S. businesses and workers, meaning that it would not force U.S. businesses to not exploit their workers and not do things like, mm, I don't know, do- dump toxic waste into our atmosphere and into our lakes and rivers. And um, in case you guys thought I was kidding about this, uh, maybe this is just the BBC making the shit up. No, no, seriously, this is a press release on the Department of Agriculture's homepage. 
that basically says increasing export capacity from the Freeport uh, uh, natural gas project is critical to spreading freedom gas throughout the world by giving America's allies a diverse and affordable source of clean energy. So, so I was talking about this Susan, actually this week. It was like, so when we were in like third and fourth grade, we're about the same age. There was like, like Captain Planet was a cartoon. Like we were learning about pollution, environmentalism in, in these elementary schools. And the idea that I've grown up and now, not only is it still a problem, but it's gotten worse. I'm like, but I was learning about it as in cartoons, which meant that the people in charge had to be aware of it. But no one gives a shit or gave a shit. And, and now we're probably really past a lot of the points where like turning back's a possibility. It's, so it's, now we're in this really weird place of forthcoming doom. It's it's a funny thing you mentioned, Captain Planet, right? Because I'm watching like this administration has literally become cartoon villains. And at no yeah. point, oh yeah, for sure. And at no point do any of them it does it register on any of their minds going, "Hey, those were the bad guys." Like in in in. In Captain Planet, the bad corporate people were so over the top evil that you're like, they don't, they're not really like this. Like, they're, they're it's almost the point we get into that, like, we saw before we were talking about anime, corny almost, right? Because it's so over the top and it's so ridiculous. It's like, people don't act like this in real life. And then you see this shit. Or you see people who we literally have people that deny climate change that deny climate change <laughs> like I remember when um, uh, dumbass uh, Sarah Palin at one point tried to use the idea <laughs> that, yeah, that's an fucking dumbass uh, it, was, it was like snowing in like oh god I want to say it was like snowing in April or something like that so, oh global warming right and everybody was like yes dumbass that means global warming Global warming doesn't, and climate change doesn't mean that it only gets hot. It means climate change. Global, I mean, they, they, they're so anti-science. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous how anti-science people are. This is really one of the things we've, we've, we've taken a step back. And I don't understand. Like, how do you take a step back from science? Why are we so arguing things that I thought we were well over? Like you said, we had cartoons. We had cartoons that told us about this. What are we yeah. doing? What are we doing? Are we, what are we doing and why are we doing it? I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, let's see. What's this one? Uh, see, for some of these, I didn't even put like the title of the, the article in there. I just put a, a, a comment in this one. It just says, uh, fuck, uh, fuck Russian. Fuck the Russians. Oh, I oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Because it could be anything. Yeah. But it's not this. Uh, Canada finds man after, 400, uh, after carrying 4,700 uh, 4, leeches onto a plane. Didn't know this one. This one off guard. Well, excuse me? Yeah. You have my attention again. Yeah. As a Russian man was detained at a, a Toronto's Pearson Air, International or, Airport last October, uh, he had some 4,788 wild live leeches were found in a... Hey, guess what kind of bag he was carrying them in? A, I don't want to. A large reusable grocery bag. 
Guys, the Russians are insane. The discovery was made after a dog walk working with border agents smelled the leeches. You guys, how did, how did they get that far? He's carrying 4,788 wild live leeches in reusable grocery bags. No, thank you. Um, they were sent off for tests to determine if they were lawful. That <clears throat> Canadians. This see, this is why Toronto can't win the NBA Finals. I'm sorry. Anything you can't. You can, I'm sorry. You guys are not allowed to do this. You find a man that's carrying almost five thousand leeches in reusable plastic bags, and your step is to test them to determine if they're lawful. I'm gonna say they're not. He's got them in reusable grocery bags. These were identified as one of two species that are uh, medicinal leeches that come under regulations aimed at controlling wildlife trade. These species were regulated because of overharvesting of medica- uh, medicinal leeches from the wild as a major threat to the species. The statement said, "All the leeches tested had come from the wild." This is some friendship. What's that? Some friend shit, like transporting like diseases or whatever via leeches. Yeah. Uh, this man's thought to be the first person in Canada to be caught importing the species, was charged with unlawfully import of a regulated species. I don't. I don't, I don't like the first one to be caught. To be caught, I don't like that phrasing. Well, and the thing about it, he got caught because it was dumb. He only had. He didn't put them in jars. He didn't put them in, in a container to kind of hide them. He had them in reusable grocery bags. Now, listen, we all know reusable grocery bags aren't actually, plastic bags are not that strong. Now, maybe the no. Canadians have different kinds of grocery bags than we have down here. I'm telling you right now, uh, I'm not kidding 4,000 of anything. Like, just putting 4,000 gummy worms into a reusable grocery bag 4,000 pennies. Absolutely not. These were nope. live, moving leeches. Oh. Oh. I, mm. And he only got caught because of a, of a border dog. Which, lots of other questions, too. I have so many other fucking questions about this. This is fucking ridiculous. I, mm. That's why Canadians can't win anything. I'm sorry. Sorry. But I have some serious concerns about this. This kind of shit. Ridiculous. What, what, are we, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Um, let's see. I'm going to save the Intel one later. Do Kanye later. Let's do this one. This is a new one I have here. This is one that came up, and I don't understand this because I, I, you know, this is one where I kind of wish they had Susan on, on for this one. Uh, it says, study finds women are more productive in work when the office isn't cold. Now, what I want to know is who the fuck is productive in an office when it's cold? <laughs> A new, new, new research has prov- provided some much-needed insight into the battle of the thermostat, which has men and w- women wrestling for control of the office temperature for years. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know you could. Like, there's a, I can't control the office temperature in my office, but okay. The study finds findings suggest that the gender-mixed workplaces are likely, can likely increase productivity by setting the temperature of the office higher than the current standards. Uh, ample survey evidence has, has shown that women generally prefer higher indoor temperatures than men, but very little research has actually been done to explore and explain the link between gender and temperature response. 
That's why a team of researchers in Germany set out to find answers. I need to be a researcher. This is what they're researching anything. They're researching anything. I just need to be a researcher because this is fucking ridiculous. Like, who does I? More than 500 individuals in Berlin, Germany, were asked to perform a range of cognitive tasks in the areas of math, verbal, and cognitive reflection at a different in, indoor temperature. So that, at different in, in, indoor temperatures, so that researchers could uh, quanti- quantify the effects of temperature on the productivity in men and women. The research uh, administered the test to study subjects in sessions, varying the temperature between uh, uh, 16.19 uh, to 32.56 degrees Celsius or 61 to 90 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. In each session, participants were asked to complete the same ta- set of tasks, and monetary compensation based on performance was used as incentive for participants to do the test. Researchers determined that the, the temperature had an effect on performance of both men uh, um, of both men and verbal tests of, for both genders, but had no effect on performance of cognitive ta- reflection tests for either gender. Women performed significantly higher at uh, better at higher temperatures than at low temperatures, and they were not only uh, and they were not only able to solve more tasks correctly at higher temperature. They attempted to solve more tasks overall. In contrast, men perform better at lower temperatures because the women who are actually on our ass about getting things done can't actually get on us and check our work. That's probably what's actually happening here. Um, I don't think that's about that one. Or, or, or Chris is alone, but don't drink me in your shit. You see what now? Don't rub me into that. That's on you. <laughs> what? No, no. I will say this. I, 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 th- I think this, this whole thing about work thing, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, to me, it's like, who wants to work in a cold office? It's like, temperate climate, guys. Don't want to be overly hot. Don't want to be overly cold. Keep it at a temperate climate in your work environment. That's normal. Now, if this was about sleeping at night, this is a totally different idea. This is totally different. We need to have a conversation about how cold women get at night. It can be 90 degrees outside. They're still fucking freezing. Do that research. That's important research. That's an important discussion to be had. Why are their feet always so cold? Hold on, time out. What's, what's the end of the discussion? Like, what, what is the goal of the research? Because if you want to identify this fact, congratulations, it's a fact. Now what? How do we solve it? There's no solving it. So why even bring it up? Let it go, Chris. <laughs> let it go? Just let it, don't even... What's the end of the angel? What's... You just trying to fight? What? Accept it for what it is and move on. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's just, you know, the sun, the, the, this just affects affect the What are you hoping to learn? You're right. You know what? You're right. Forget I even said anything. You're absolutely right here. You're, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> it's just, you, it feels like courting disaster for no good reason. You made, you made, you made valid points. You, you made some valid points. You made some valid points. All right. Um, hey, man, we're blowing through these. See, and we didn't even really get to uh, Trump because I ain't gonna deal with that shit. Um, actually, nope. do, a little bit here because we got we got. What's up with your boy Kanye? Ooh, whose boy? Wait a second. So it's line. Who are you talking to? <laughs> Kanye West. Liberals bully people who are Trump supporters. Kanye has been bemoaning the treatment of Trump supporters, arguing in a new interview that liberals bully those who support the president. Liberals bully people who are Trump supporters, Robert said on David Letterman's Netflix show, My Max Great Guest Needs No Introduction, according to the Daily Beast. West told Letterman that he has his own con- uh, constant donning, that, that his own constant donning of a Make America Great Again hat is not about politics, but is about ending the stigma around expressing support for President Trump. Isn't this like the third excuse he's given for wearing that hat? 
I don't care. I, I don't I don't really care either. I, I just the magician has said that the Trumps uh, that Trump supporters are treated like enemies of America because that's what they felt according uh, treated like enemies of America, but that's what they felt according to the outlet. Uh, Letterman, who uh, also asked West if he had voted for Trump, to which West responded, "I've never voted in my life." So why are we even talking to this fucker? Um, the, hey, oh, but wait, but wait, but wait, but then Letterman responded, "Then you don't have a say in this." A Letterman's getting a lot spicier. So he doesn't have to go. He doesn't have to go fuck anymore. Woo, woo, wow, Letterman. Kind of spiked. I was I wasn't expecting that kind of level of heat off a of Letterman, yo. The hour long discussion. Cooking Letterman, cooking Dave. Yeah, Dave was kind of cooking right there. I wasn't expecting that. You don't have a saying this. Ooh, I felt that one in my chest. Um, the hour long discussion for other episodes of the show can be streamed on Netflix beginning May thirty first. West has expressed output for uh, expressed uh, support for Trump in the past. Um, so I, I bring this up because I do want to kind of delve into some of the things that are actually happening with this idiot ass fucking president. Um. I've been seeing a lot more of these, like, uh, I saw this one, like, discussion with, like, farmers who are now coming to realize that Trump is screwing them over because Trump's billion idea. Like, you know the, the latest thing with the tariffs? Yeah. Immigration? So for those who don't know, Trump's brilliant idea because Trump, I wish people would finally get to the idea that Trump is, was never a good businessman. Um, um, and it's showing with the way that he surrounded himself with people that aren't also good about the the, uh, the economy, and you don't understand how things understand how things work, and so you have people around him like so. Mick Mulvaney is now his act, still acting White House chief of staff because they haven't actually replaced anybody. There's so many acting people in this administration right now because they actually actually haven't gone through the idea of actually hiring anybody real. Because if they hire and vet them, they can limit their powers. As long as they're acting, your powers are made amorphous. Exactly. Um, so he said, Trump is deadly serious about imposing tariffs on Mexico to push the country to stop the flow of migrants crossing the southern U.S. border. Now, I did see a report that said that actually more Americans are going to Mexico than Mexicans, Mexicans coming here, but facts, who needs them? Who needs them? He's absolutely deadly serious, Mulvaney said on Fox News Sunday. I fully expect these tariffs to go into, on, on to at least the 5% level on June 10th. So if you don't know, the idea is that on June 5th, or June 10th, the U.S. will impose a 5% tariff on all goods coming into our country from Mexico. If, uh, and if, if, if Mexico doesn't do enough to stop illegal uh, immigrants coming into uh, America, uh, then the tariffs will go to 10% on July 1st, 15% on August 1st, 20% on September 1st, and then 25% on October 1st. I'm going to say something here that's going to shock a lot of people. Because we mentioned this person before, and I, and I have not changed my opinion on this person. This person is still dumb. But Trump and the people he's put himself around make me long for the George W. Bush days all over again. And I'm not saying that because I like George W. Bush. I'm not saying that because I've forgotten all the things that he's done. George W. Bush should have been in jail as long as all the other people around him. But they were never this dumb. Right? They asked Trump, someone asked, um, I forget, I forget where the, the, the location of the quote was. They asked one of the Trump subordinates, the closer people said, is Trump lying knowingly, or does he not know how tariffs work? And they were like, he doesn't have tariffs work. 
which is sad and scarier than the other thing. Like, for all the evil of Dick Cheney, because really it was Dick Cheney's running that administration, not George W. Bush, they weren't this dumb. They weren't this dumb. They were dumb. never incompetent. And even like they, when they, they did things that I disagreed with, by and large, domestically at least, they weren't malicious. I, I mean... And this idiot is both somehow. Right. It's like, and again, this is not me saying that, oh, things were good. Like, the economy crashed under George W. Bush. Like, things happened. These, these, they were dumb. They tried to do the whole... They did a lot of the things that Republicans normally do, like the deregulation... They're giving uh, big businesses all these tax breaks. They did things that hurt the economy. Absolutely. But, like, Trump's doing all that stuff, and then he's then managing to somehow make it worse with his foreign policy on top of that, which is somehow, again, I can't believe I'm saying this, it's somehow worse than George W. Bush. George W. Bush got us into two forever wars. We're currently still in Iraq and in Afghanistan. And somehow, somehow, Trump is worse than that. It's remarkable. It, it's almost an achievement. A, not a good achievement, but it's like, <laughs> it's an achievement. Like, you do realize that tariffs, these tariffs, are just going to be passed on to the consumers. Mexico's not going to be paying for any of this shit, folks. You are. We are. All of us. What are... How do we allow this idiot to get away with this shit? I don't understand. I don't understand. He has no idea how terrorists work. And he announced it. He announced it. He announced it on Twitter. Then you get, again, another acting, acting Homeland Security Secretary, because we don't confirm anybody now. We just make them acting because they don't have to, that we consolidate all the power around Trump. Acting, and it also means that these people can't, can't, can't say anything back. Acting Homeland Security, uh, Security Secretary Kevin uh, McAllen expressed that he agreed with the tactic. I think that what the president said was, what the White House made clear is that we need a vast reduction in the number of crossings. That's not what, that's not what he said. That's not. Do you agree with the... We've gone from Mexico paying for a wall that will never happen to American consumers paying up to 25% more for cars and avocados until Mexico solves a problem that no one's ever solved in the history of humanity. Ready, break. Basically, right? That's where we're at, right? Yeah, yeah. And I still put him at a 50% chance of winning the election next year. Oh, way over than that. Way over. Again, I'm lowballing it. That, that's how fucking insane this shit is. Still the favorite to win re-election. It's fucking insane. Speaking of fucking insane, the Navy acknowledged the request was made to, to hide the USS John McCain during Trump's visit. The U.S. Navy has acknowledged that the request was made to hide the USS John McCain during President Donald Trump's recent state visit to Japan. A request was made to the U.S. Navy to minimize the visibility of the U.S. John S. McCain. However, all ships remained in their normal configuration during the presidential visit. Real Admiral Charlie Brown, <laughs> Charlie Brown, 
Uh, mm-hmm. Chief of Information said in a statement to the NBC. Hype man. Right. There was, <laughs> there was no additional effort to explicitly exclude <laughs> the sailors that signed the USS John S. McCain. Um, act, acting, acting. Again, we, have a, we have an acting White House Chief of Staff. We have an acting Homeland Security Secretary. We have an acting uh, defense, defense Secretary. Patrick Sanahan said on Friday he'd asked his Chief of Staff to look into the reported request for the White House to remove the ship. But basically, because uh, even in death, John McCain is still haunting uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump didn't want the John S. Uh, John S. McCain, sh- the ship named after John McCain, in sight during his, his Japan visit. This man is unfit to be president. Forget all the shit. I mean, look, we're heading down the road of the House trying to impeach Trump, and I, whatever, okay? Let me know how that shit goes. He clearly committed, and this is not to say they didn't commit a crime. I know uh, there was uh, Robert Mueller. Did Mueller give a press conference? Or did he actually? Uh, was he also? Was he actually in front of um, the house? Did he actually testify? He didn't testify. He was in front of cameras. Gave an eight-minute statement. Gotcha. Prepared a statement. Did not take questions. Gotcha. He very clearly stated, "If I could have cleared the president, I would have." Right. So I mean, and that his jurisdiction would not allow him to charge. Yeah. So I mean. I don't think Which anybody's job. I mean, like, I don't like how he did it, but that was the job. He basically was like, did you guys read what I wrote? No, nobody did. Exactly. Nobody, nobody did. Nobody did. But this goes back to what I was saying before about, like, the thing that happened with the, the DOJ's Ferguson report, and white people came out and was like, oh, see, it cleared uh, Darren Wilson. You know, the, uh, it wasn't handled down. She was like, that's not what the report said at all. It's like, it basically said that we didn't have enough evidence to charge him, but there's clearly something fucking fishy going on here. That's what was actually said in that shit. When you read between the lines, read the it Mueller all. The Mueller report says we're not allowed to charge it. Right. And the Mueller report's even more like this. Like, we, 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 if we yeah. could, we would have, but we're not allowed to. Fine. My thing is this. We already know this. Motherfucker's a criminal. We've known he's a criminal. The thing to me is, and, and what I'm at now is, should focus on taking all the people around him down. First. Because that's what this is really all about. There are people that are holding. I want to know what the Trump administration has on Lindsey Graham. Because that motherfucker has changed his tune drastically. He's on a 180 on Trump. And it's Trump, not Trump, it's Russia. Russia's got something on him. Russia Which is why, I mean, there's the same thing at this point. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it's all, I'm sorry. I should, I should have clarified that. When I say Trump, in the, I mean Russia, because Trump is too dumb. Right, so it's really the people that are the people that are controlling Trump. What do they have on Lindsey Graham? Because remember, this is the John S. McCain, the, the ship, right? Yeah, Trump is yeah. still being this petty over what's supposed to be one of you know Lindsey Graham's best friends in, in the Senate and stuff like that. He died, and Lindsey Graham is still carrying water for Trump. Who has what on Lindsey Graham? And 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 on top of that, because to me. Trump being, everybody's focused on Trump being compromised at the top of this list because he's the president. I, what should be more scary to everybody else are all the senators and all the House members that are also compromised, who once Trump is gone, whether it's he's defeated, he's impeached or whatever, are still going to be there. That, they, they released the list of who's taking the most money from the NRA, and we know for a fact that the NRA was funneling Russian money, and we know that they're doing it knowingly. So, yeah, there's your list. Yeah, like, that to me is where the focus should be on. 
and I even even in twenty 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 election, I think we're still focusing too much on presidential and not enough on taking some of these house seats. Well, not not really that we have the house, but taking some of these Senate seats back. I know we might not get them, but that should be the focus because the Republicans cannot control the Senate. I I absolutely would live with four more years of of Donald Trump as long as the Republicans do not control the Senate. Because that, to me, is where the most damage is coming in right now. Like, this is, like, you control the Senate, you can hold off Trump. You can keep Trump from doing anything. If he comes in and tries to put another Supreme Court justice in, you can stop that. If you control the Senate. Like, I want, I, I want this, the Senate to me is more important because these people are fucking compromised. There's no way with all the information we have right now why they should still be carrying water for Trump. Outside of the thing that we said, uh, I said last week, which is they're getting what they want in things like challenging, the, uh, challenging Roe v. Wade. Which then goes back to why they're more scary than Trump. Because yeah. they actually have a plan. And they're implementing well, We know what they'll sacrifice to get what they want. We've seen it now. And that's a dangerous opponent. That, that yeah. will sacrifice. This is the one that will sacrifice the, own, the ground they're standing on just to get that, that victory against you. you you got to get rid of them. They have to go. They all have to go. It's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, no, this is, oof, boy. This is fucking ridiculous. Can't, I didn't even get into the one with, um, you saw what happened with, uh, what's his name? Um, Carson, right? I still can't believe Carson is around. As a HUD. Uh, as, Director uh, HUD. Director of HUD. Like, it just... Oreos. I just, he's such a fucking idiot. He's so dumb. I've never met somebody who should be so smart. Chris, Chris, so Chris, 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 Chris. I work in housing. I know he's dumb. Oreos gave me, made me physically hurt. I, but then he has no background in housing, though. So why is he even hunting? Oh, yeah. He has no background. And he's learned nothing since he's been there. He's learned nothing. Between him and, 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 Oh, was it uh, Betsy De- DeVos or De- DeVoe, whatever the fuck her name yep. is? Neither one of them have any backing, any of the, that's just, oh. Oh, she does in private education. No, I think she was just a, she was just a um, lobbyist for private education. Oh, that's, what I mean. that's what I meant. That's yeah. her backing. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. She, she wasn't like a teacher or anything like that, I don't think. Oh, no, 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 she's, no, no. she's not an educator. Yeah, no. she's not an educator at all. So. Um, all right. Let's get to this last one, and we're good out of here. So, no, uh, you know what? Actually, no. You know what? I am. I'm going to play the music for this one, because I think this. I, uh, I, 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 I think it. I think it. I think it falls. I, th- I think it falls under great women's and white privilege. So, I. Hold on. Let me get. Because uh, we can't end. We can't end the show with no great women's and white privilege. We can't do that. That just wouldn't, wouldn't be right. So. It would be right. I would say. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Uh, great moments of white privilege. Um, and it's not really a great moment of white privilege, but I just, it just, it's, it's, it's just so how ridiculous white do-bros are. How many bri- bones would you break to get laid? Incels are going under the knife to reshape their faces and their dating prospects. So this story in the cut was basically about how incels, you know, was it the, invo- what's it for? Involuntary celibate. Those dudes that you've been seeing, do-bros have kind of, they've been, the targets of, of recruiting through Gamergate, Commiesgate, um, the, 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 these, these, uh, these alt-right movements and things like that. Um, 
they're apparently going under the knife because they think that it will make women like them more because the reason why people don't like them is because they're not hot. So, so, uh, truth or lie. This is the, this dude's, uh, I guess online name was 27 depressed and living in a student apartment after a year in a psychiatric hospital on suicide watch. When a friend showed him Neil Strauss's pickup artist guidebook, the game together, they practice lines from the book, plan to use them on girls in nightclubs. Would you like to kiss me? I didn't say you could. First of all, let's stop here. Stop here. If you get a pickup artist book, first of all, stop. Don't. All right. That's number one. Number two, if you read this line in a pickup artist book, ask for your money back. It assumes a yes. In real life, a pickup artist uh, made truth for uh, a be, uh, in, in real life, pickup artistry made truth for a lot anxious. One rule stated he needed to initiate conversation with a woman three seconds after seeing her, which felt like taking an exam. <laughs> Still, he tried the technique for a few years with middling success. Eventually, he tumbled on a forum called Years? They're losers. They're losers. Years, Chris. They're losers. Did you say years? I'm sorry. I thought my mic misfired. You said years. American Earth years. A few years. 365 days. A few of those. Nah, nigga. Eventually tumbled on a forum called Slut Hate. Okay. Ah, yeah. Where anonymous men gathered to discredit the effectiveness of pickup art. In one post, the user described coming to the realization that it didn't matter when he said it was because of the way he looked. The user uploaded a selfie no, and other. Time, 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 time. So there's a cottage industry telling you about how to get laid using secret phrases. Now there's a new cottage industry about how that method's trash. I love the internet. <laughs> it's like that's the. Yeah. Okay, go on. Sorry, I just want to make sure I, I got my idea around the Russian nesting doll of stupidity that this is. Go you on. got it. You got it. The user uploaded a selfie. Another slut hate user agreed, mocking the flaws in his face. They congratulated him for taking the black pill, shorthand for waking up to the tragedy of being ugly. Ugly people, especially ugly men, they said, are destined to lead unhappy lives and die alone. That is not true because Seal existed, guys. And Jay-Z is married to Beyonce. So that is there not are, well, hold on. But the thing is, like, you're talking about the, like, the top of the line ugly man. Like, I'm doing okay. Hey, yeah. I, well, I wouldn't call I'm you. I'm doing okay. But, like, average guys <clears throat> are fine. Like, the average guys get girls all the time. What are you talking about, dude? I don't, this doesn't make any sense. Reading this, Truth for Life felt exhilarated. In the mental hospital, counselors had told him the roots of his depression and anxiety were repressed tra- childhood traumas. They were right. In therapy, he relived getting into physical fights as a kid with his dad and the time he punched his sister in the head. Con- uh, cognition determined emotions, and the counselor, to- at the-, the counselor told him. By changing his mindset, he could change his behavior. But all of his problems weren't inside of him, but outside. Looks can't be changed with a mindset adjustment, neither can the cruelty the cruelly superficial world that values them all above values them above all else. Uh, dude, no, no, you should listen to your counselors and therapists. Listen to the counselors. They had some. They're on some shit now. You found out things that you'd forgotten, and uh, notably, like, yeah, this seems like it's working. Yeah, it just that doesn't make any sense. Uh, let's skip through some of this stuff. Uh, let's see. True for a lie, for a while, I tried to write a novel about his time in the psychiatric hospital. He read the camp. Oh, let me see about that. I'm trying to get to the really good yeah, one here. Yeah, I don't here. care about that. Yeah, I don't care about it. Um, I, I do want to know what happened with the novel. Is it just unfinished? Is it the next great American work? Or have you admitted your talent was hack? 
Uh, he started an online editing business and moved into his parents' house in a small village in the Netherlands where he knew almost no one. Most days he would work from a home, post on the forums, then eventually dress leather jacket, torn jeans, fingerless leather gloves, and take a walk around the village, sli- sli- silently cataloging how many people glance at him and return a smile. First of all, dude, you're dressed like a fucking loser. That's probably why nobody's giving you time of day. I get it. Sometimes I dress like a loser, all right? But you understand, when I go to the store and I'm dressed around in just my fucking um, dirty sweat fucking pants and I'm dressed like a loser, I'm not expecting the women to smile back at me, all right? Gotta own that shit. You're dude. trying to get in and out without seeing anyone you know. Exactly. The sight of certain women began to bother him. When a woman he hired turned out to be beautiful, he fumed online. An eight out of ten girl works for me since today. I'm going to dominate the hell out of her. Trust me, I'm going to kill her confidence. Women with babies ignited anger, too. Every time I pass by a pram, it fills me with disgust to know that she ruined her body and chose to reproduce with another guy, he wrote. The counselors were right, my friend. Like, they had a point. Just it doesn't make any sense. Um, incels call women like the truth for lie. They, they hire Stacy's. Um, uh, alpha men had names too. They were called Chad's. You know those guys who praise, who are praised day and night for their top tier genetics, making a shit ton of money, getting insane amount of validation, never having to worry about paying the rent or any of that bullshit. All they think about is their next football match or coming home and having a threesome with two sewer models, sewer model that uh, that puke at the thought of touching you. That's how one incel with a peppy, the a peppy frog. As Avatar described Chad's posting a picture of Lucky Blue Smith and Jordan Bar- uh, Bar- Barrett backstage at the uh, Ball- Ballman uh, fashion show. Here's the thing, though. Guys. Guys. I, I would say when I mentioned Jay-Z and, and Seal, like, top tier guys. Like, they have money. You don't. So what about everybody else that's not that? There's a whole bunch of us who get along just fine. Don't have to blame women. Don't they do any of this? It shit? feels like the problem is that these guys suck. <laughs> that may seem harsh, but I think if we take a step back here and really look at this hard, it's that these guys fucking suck. No, that is exactly what it is. Okay, I thought and, I was right. All right no, and, and they don't and they don't want to admit that they suck and they need to make some changes on their side. Like I said, if this dude had listened, if this dude true for lie had listened to his therapist and listened to his counselors. He might have been okay, but instead of looking internally at what was wrong inside of himself and fixing that stuff and addressing the problems that were inside, he decided it got to be everybody else. Trivialized friends hate, hated Chad, but they also convinced their lives would, would improve significantly if they could somehow become Chad. And that's the interesting thing, right? They hate these perfectly genetically, genetically uh, beautiful men and stuff like that, but then they want to become them. So it's like, you don't really hate them, you're just jealous. It's not hate. It's jealousy. It's a little bit different. Um, they tried gym selling or steroid maxing, and so speak, for bodybuilding and taking steroids. They, tra- they tried, and this is another one for me. I've never heard of this. Jelking, which is penis stretching exercises. Okay, you know what? I'm, I've, I've heard enough in cells. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. There's one more that I didn't know. I feel like Mew- Mewing, which is chewing hard foods in bulk to... M- Mastered the muscles said by British orthodontist Mike Mew to augment the jawline. They tried pulling on their faces to reshape them. They got into skincare. Well, hold on. That's good. I'm glad they're yeah, taking no, care no, no, of no, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moist, 
Hey, look, look. That's just moisturizer. They shouldn't be getting into skincare. They should be continuing, maybe augmenting their skincare. Yeah, moisturizer. But the rest of it's crazy. The rest of it's nuts. Um, so they're going around and they are, uh, so you see, da, 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 da. so there, there, there's this guy, there's one doctor, uh, Epley, what is his name? I can't remember. I can't find his first name. Oh, Barry Epley. This, this is a guy that these, these guys like going to, who's like a cosmetic surgeon. Um, uh, and he, he, he does certain things. He, uh, Epley has a range of services, including sh- shoulder widening and narrowing. The capital bones are broken and reconstructed. Why would you want that? Deltoid and quadriceps um, implants, rib removal. Um, now, I, I will say that some of the stuff he does, he does do for transgender um, clients uh, to help with their, their surgeries. Some of that is there. Um, but some of the 10,000 blog posts on his website respond to pragmatical questions that is, uh, patients ask, like, do neck muscle implants exist? Can my face be changed to look somebody else? Am I too old for skull reshaping at 57? Okay, so wait, are these guys like incels or spies? <laughs> Job went bad, gotta change my face yeah. again. Like, uh... well, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're like a shield agent gone bad uh, or, 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 or we're seeing things gone bad, they got, they got their own people for that. They don't go to this guy. Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe these people are the guys holding up the shield guys. Maybe this look maybe neither market is as lucrative as it could be and you move them together and then you got a nice little living. Maybe that's what's going on. I will say this here's another question he's gotten. What are the maximum size of testicular enlargement implants? The largest FLE has ever done is seven centimeters in diameter. That begs so many questions that I don't want to know the answers to. Now again, some of this isn't about incels. Uh, urologists simply use implants made of saline for pain patients who lost a, testic- a testicle because of cancer. Epley dreamed of a way, a way, ways to improve the feel and appeal of those with testicle function. So it's not like this guy isn't like an incel surgeon that he's only doing in, on incels. He said he became because of his work, he's become famous, and people have um, kind of looked at him, basically wanting him to do their work because he's also done work on like you know some models and things like that. It's just, it's, it's fucking crazy that these, like, apparently these incels are doing what they're going in is they're going in and they're taking photoshops of themselves and they're photoshopping their faces with stronger jaw lines. Uh, another visit to Evelyn's office, I met Matthew 31, who has flown in from, east, from the East Coast for a checkup on a third round of chin implants. He's gotten a rhinoplasty, temple, uh, temple implants, and a mouth widening from Epley. Women today are definitely pressured more to look uh, to look a certain way, but if you're a man getting work done, it's more stigmatized. He said, making me not use his last name. Matthew isn't an incel. He knows that he, he knows what one is. He stumbled on their forums while researching Epley and found them degrading to women. He is bisexual and hoped cosmetic surgery would help him date more. Well, time out, time out, time out. I'm not a Nazi who's going to Nazi forums. I'm not an incel who's going to incel forums. Like, I'm sorry, I know I'm an incel because I didn't I wouldn't know where to get to the forums. Uh, yeah. Um, I became obsessed with a lot of models around my age and had the chiseled bone structure. There's one in particular, Colton Haynes. Hey, from Team Wolf. He's hey from Team Wolf, but from Arrow. Um, who spoke in monotone hey, voice that reminded this. me of uh, Matthew a lot of his own. Haynes never went to college, and while Haynes had a master's in engineering, these people have all these followers on Instagram. He said, "You're like, why can't I have all these followers? Because you're not on fucking Team Wolf or any of these other fucking shows. You're just some random nobody with a fucking engineering degree, you asshole. That's why. I mean, it's just." 
It's true. This whole thing is just, it just drives me fucking crazy. Like, I mean, the one thing that, that is interesting to me is the right. There is a segment about women getting work done. But I think it's also women are stigmatized to get work done. Some women do get work done because they actually want the work done. How much of this comes from people wanting to get work done because they believe that's the only way they can to, to be loved? You know, it's ridiculous. Now, I feel sorry for women do that, but these men who are doing these insults are doing it. It's like you're still doing it only to only to degrade women and make it the women's fault. So even if you get all the surgery done, if women still don't want to fuck with you, because guess what? Your personality is still the personality of somebody with a fucking bag of rocks. You're still a terrible dude. You're still degrading women. You spent all that money to change your fucking face, and you're still a terrible person. Like, I got no arguments. Arguments here. I mean... When I show an incel form, uh, form to Epley, he at first seems confused by the anonymous usernames. We look at a thread, uh, at a thread by username named uh, Saiyan who has posted images of his designs for Epley's cheekbone implants and post-op selfies. Finally, it seemed to dawn on Epley. It's like, that patient has done more to promote the style of implants than anyone I know. He said he had filled a question from a dozen of patients who had uh, specifically referenced uh, Saiyan's photographs. He hadn't known where they had found them. Uh, Indianapolis is not a hotbed of plastic surgery, Epley said. This practice is only possible because people really do a tremendous amount of research, and typically because patients have, have, have been on many, many forms. His staff regularly posts dispatches about, from out, operating rooms as practices uh, on the practice of YouTube and Instagram, and the surgeon spends hours every week answering emails, questions from patients, and transforming the, uh, the results into SEO-optimized blog posts. Yeah. So, this is crazy. Uh, it, just, it just seems... Um, Yeah, it just, it it seems it seems kind of crazy that these dudes are just like one one I don't feel bad for them because they're terrible people, but I also it don't. sounds kind of crazy. You said what now? Kind of crazy? No, it's crazy. I'm sorry if I said kind of. This is bashing. Yeah, this is bashing. No, what I find actually what I find you know what I find more insane than the actual them getting the surgery done. I am I am actually very curious to hear what you're gonna say. It's, no, it's the Photoshop. I'm, I, you, don't have the, you don't have the article. It's the fact that they actually Photoshop themselves to look this way. So they'll get a picture of themselves, do a, they'll do a, a selfie of it, and then they'll have somebody come in and, 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 and basically make them look hotter. And that, to me, is crazier because it's like you're just such a sad human fucking being. You're so terrible. So fucking terrible. Because here's the thing. Most of these dudes probably don't have the money to get the surgery. So what this means is they're spending all this time looking at themselves in photoshops. Like, instead of having, instead of having like, posters of, like, you know, of, of, of supermodels or something on their wall, they have posters of themselves photoshopped to look with a stronger jawline or a straighter hairline. Like, it's fucking, it's fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Anyway, that's all I got. Um, that's, yeah, that's all I got for this one. Um, yeah, yeah, I got, I got, I got nothing else. Um, see, today wasn't that crazy, man. It could have been way worse. We we only did it in an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm saving it for when it's we bring joy on. How about that? I'm saving it for when we bring joy. I, I, I've trans, I've, tra- I've, tra- I've transferred the horribleness 
to when Joy comes on. I torture her. Because it's no longer fun. I, I torture you all the time. I mean, I just tortured it's you. True. With, I just yeah, tortured you with you. the Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. one when we brought, we brought Susan on. So I just did that. So I just tortured you there. So I can't, I can't overdo my torturing of you. I'm restraint, but I do appreciate it. It's, it's restraint. It's, 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 I call it, you know what I call it? You know what I call it? Friendship. Growth. Oh, wow. That's, that's a wild one right there for us, sir. <laughs> hey, what, 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 do you got, what do you got coming up on UD Pod, man? UD Pod, new one should be out by the time you hear this. I, uh, we had uh, Cameron Hawkins of PW Torch of East Coast Cast of South Congress Podcast. Uh, we talk about a lot of sports stuff, including the messiness that is the Lakers. We also talk a good amount of professional wrestling because it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. And uh, yeah, also go listen to the mailbag. Go look at the mailbag art. I didn't do it. It's Chris's fault. You're welcome. That's not the reply. You're welcome. <laughs> At on Twitter and Instagram and all the social medias. Thank you guys very much for listening, folks. Until next time, we are out of here. We'll be back in two weeks. Oh, and by the way, uh, we do have some new Molecules and Shit episodes coming out. So while we're on break, there will be, uh, well, you know, we're not, why not on technical on break? We do every other week with the Antonia Chick. There should be a new Molecules and Shit episode coming out for Koki and P-Funk next weekend. So uh, stay tuned for that. So again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.